Let's pray. Now faith is assurance of things hoped for, proof of things not seen. For by this the elders obtain testimony. By faith we understand that the universe has been framed by the word of God, so that what is seen has not been made out of things which are visible. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 3. Dear Lord, I declare today that my faith is in you, the creator of all I see. There are many unknowns in front of me, and the future can sometimes seem uncertain. But I can be confident knowing that you spoke the universe into existence out of nothingness and you will be with me in every season of my life. My trust is not in any specific outcome but in your goodness. Whether I have little or plenty, you are my secret to contentment. Remind me to put my confidence in your spirit, your word, and your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Now discover the profound intricacies of Scripture through Pray.com's podcast, The Heartbeat of Faith, with Dr. Andrew Farley. Stay tuned after this quick word from our sponsors. Does your money stretch as far as it used to? Most likely no. Here's why. It took 200 years for the U.S. to print its first $5 trillion. Today, Washington has done that in just three years. The problem? Every new dollar makes each of your dollars worth less. Our sponsor, Birch Gold Group, has helped tens of thousands of Americans protect their IRAs or 401ks from the dollar's loss in value with physical gold and silver. Now you can too. Get a free info kit on gold right now by texting the word HEARTBEAT to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you're in good hands with Birch Gold. So get your no-cost, no-obligation info kit now by texting HEARTBEAT to the number 989898. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello, I'm Dr. Andrew Farley with today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. Our ultimate goal is to have our minds renewed by God's Word and have our lives shaped by these timeless biblical truths. We've explored biblical themes, motifs, and images, gaining greater appreciation each day. Today, we continue looking at a question loaded with controversy, challenges, and comfort. We'll attempt to answer the question, what is salvation? Today, we'll look at faith and its pivotal role in our salvation. The Bible tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. 
But what is faith exactly? How do the stories we've experienced so far point to faith's role in our lives? We can begin by going back to the father of faith, Abraham. God gave him a promise, and Abraham's faith in God's promise sustained him. God, with tender love and compassion, spoke gently to Abram. Look to the skies. See how the stars are countlessly scattered throughout the universe. Your descendants will be just as these stars, great in number and abounding in beauty. Abram, despite the doubt and anguish in his heart, believed God. It was this faith that God counted as righteousness. It was this faith that God would bless him with. Again, God spoke, saying, I am the one who brought you out of Ur and the land of the Chaldeans. I brought you out to give you this land to take possession of, because I am the Lord. God promised to do mighty work through Abraham. He promised to make his descendants great in number and that all the world's nations would be blessed through him. Abraham had many reasons to doubt God's promises, namely the age of he and his wife. The prospect of bearing children didn't seem plausible. However, faith isn't a belief in ourselves, but in God. Abraham's faith was a pure belief that God would do what he said he would do, and an understanding that the work was God's to accomplish alone. There were moments when Abraham wavered in his faith. He tried to rush the promises of God. Years had passed since God's promise to give Abram and Sarai descendants. So many years, in fact, that the possibility of child-rearing seemed far out of reach. After all God had promised, Abram and Sarai's hearts became discouraged. Out of discouragement, impatience, and uncertainty, the two decided to repeat the sins of their forefathers. They wanted to become like God. Sarai's impatience reeled within her. As Eve took the forbidden fruit so she would become like God, so Sarai devised her own plan to replace God's plan. Go in to my servant, Hagar and have a child with her. I will claim the child as my own, she said. Abram, just as his ancestor Adam did nothing to defend his wife's honor and integrity, instead, he took the Egyptian maidservant to his bed, and the two embraced often and had sex until a child was conceived. Given full permission by his wife, yet ignoring the call to be a better man, Abram went into her again and again, falling further from God's plan for him. Despite Abraham's foolishness, God still delivered on his promise, and the biblical authors still heralded Abraham as the father of faith. In Hebrews, we're told why Abraham was considered the father of faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed to go out to the place which he was to receive for an inheritance. He went out, not knowing where he went. By faith, he lived as an alien in the land of promise, as in a land not his own, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, 
the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for the city which has the foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Hebrews 11, 8 through 10. Let's hearken back to that moment with Abraham and see if we can better understand what it means to be tapped into the heartbeat of faith. Out of the line of Shem came Abram, a man well advanced in years. When Abram was 75 years old, the Lord spoke to him, saying, Go away from your country and your people to an unknown land. I have a place for you. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who dishonor you. And through you, all the nations shall be blessed. This was Abram's call to adventure, and he had no idea what the Lord would truly do through him. Yet he obeyed and left his father's land with his wife Sarai and his nephew Lot. They journeyed together, determined to see God's will unfold before them. They set out to Canaan, the land God had chosen for them. There God spoke to Abram, saying, This is the land I have promised to you and your descendants. Even now, as the Lord's will was being shown to Abram, he could not fathom what great things God would do. Abraham responded to the call of God and trusted that whatever mysterious adventure awaited him would be worth it. He put his future, his wealth, his well-being, and his family in God's hands. It's this same faith we're called to have in Jesus today. Paul says we've been saved by grace through faith. We have faith that the work Jesus has done for us on the cross and through the resurrection and the work he will do through us by his Spirit is enough. This was the posture of Gideon when the Lord rose him up to defend Israel. He certainly did not have confidence in his own abilities. Gideon was the weakest son of the lowest family of the most vulnerable tribe. Instead of trusting in himself, he watched God do what he set out to do. The more Gideon watched God's faithfulness on display, the stronger his faith became. And the stronger his faith was, the more effective a leader he became. Gideon sat before God for guidance and direction. Gideon was no general. In fact, he would have never even considered himself a brave man or warrior. He stood before God, hanging on every word he spoke. The people are too many for me to use, God said. Gideon perked his ears up, and his face gave a confused look. God continued and said, If all these men march into battle and win, they will boast of their own strength and not mine. Gideon put his hands in his face and sighed. Rubbing his temples, he nodded to God and left his tent. Who was he to question God now? He gathered all the men into a common area. Thirty-two thousand of them gathered before Gideon. Gideon spoke confidently, although he was not entirely sure how this was going to help them. He said, Whoever here is fearful and trembling, get out and hurry back to where you came from. 
Gideon watched as a sea of 22,000 men departed from the group. Gideon stood, amazed that so many of them experienced the same fear as he did. Although Gideon might have been scared, he stayed, for God's Spirit was filling him up continually. Day by day, he became more and more valiant. Faith in God prompts us to make bold moves and depend on Him. That's why Jesus told His disciples that if they had faith the size of a mustard seed, they could move mountains. For most certainly, I tell you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will tell this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Matthew 17:20b Today we have faith that God did what he set out to do through Christ's finished work, which is the definitive proclamation of God's boundless love for us. In that singular act, Jesus bore all our sins, erased our debt, and sealed our righteousness, not by any merit of our own, but by his grace. This means the relentless demands of the law, the weight of sin's condemnation, and the sting of death are forever defeated. Our identity isn't anchored in our performance or our past, but in Christ's final and irrevocable declaration, it is finished. Through his resurrection, Christ not only triumphed over death, but also bestowed on us the new life we now have in him. As believers, we're not just forgiven, we're raised with him, possessing a new heart, a new spirit, and God's spirit living in us. This assurance empowers us to live free, not trying to achieve closeness with God but celebrating the closeness we already possess because of Jesus. Our faith journey isn't about striving to get more of God, but realizing and expressing the fullness of Christ we already have within. As we put our faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ, we'll watch our lives and the world around us be impacted in ways only the grace of God can bring about. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. Follow the podcast so you can learn about the Bible in this most entertaining and inspiring way. Download the Pray.com app and for more encouragement in God's grace, visit andrewfarley.org. That's andrewfarley.org. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career and here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, 
Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.